So, welcome to the Way Too Clutch Podcast, where we focus on faith, family, fitness, and mindset. Um, This is episode one, and what you can expect during this podcast and during these videos are going to be different things to focus on, you know, my faith journey and sharing different things that I'm learning uh, about faith and following Christ, uh, but also, um, you know, being a family man, things that I learned is, is inside of relationships. Uh, and give you guys motivation as well. And uh, I'm excited to start this podcast. Uh, we're going to start here uh, as I'm getting my podcast room kind of set up. Um, it's going to be a great time. Uh, I have a lot of things to say. One of the things that I've learned uh, over the past year have been to find your gift and give your gift away. And my gift, you know, the Lord has blessed me with an amazing ability to speak and be transparent and also uh, really deliver uh, when it comes to just, uh, you know, content. So what we're going to do today uh, is very, very fitting to kind of take a look back. You know, today we have a few more days left in 2023 from the time of this recording. It is December 27th and uh, we have about four days left in the year and what we get to look at is the year 2023 being (laughs) one of the most interesting years of a lot of our lives. For many of you all, you might've experienced some amazing things in 2023. You might've experienced success, love, happiness. Um, You might've experienced, uh, you know, new birth. You might've experienced, you know, marriage. You might've experienced graduating. Uh, You might've have some very, very positive things that happened to you in your life during the year 2023. Um, And if that is you, I commend you. Congratulations. Um, But for a lot of us, (laughs) and I put myself in that category as well, um, many of us, the phrase that I kept hearing was over and over again, Life is lifing on me, right? And in 2023, it's been rough. And I'm going to kind of do my best to kind of relate. But also talk about that it was designed. It was It's for a purpose. We know that 2020 presented many challenges to people um, because we were adjusting. We're inside. We're at computers and sitting down and, 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 and not spending time with our family and our friends. And... Many of us started businesses, right? We became entrepreneurs and it was the boom is probably probably the biggest time in our existence for entrepreneurship. And many of us saw our lives skyrocket, right? And then 2021 came and 2022 came and it became a bit of a test because we started to go outside. People started to travel again. Entrepreneurship became back what it was before the boom. Right. Everybody's selling things and now consumerism is kind of going down. But also you have inflation. Things cost a little bit more. I mean, I went to the grocery store one time and I had to actually look. I was like, dang, I'm paying eighteen dollars for two cartons of eggs. Like things got rough for a lot of people. Gas prices went up, cost of travel and, and just everything that we were used to kind of started to change. And <clears throat> also you're dealing with. A lot of loss of jobs, you know, people's income is going down. People are losing jobs to AI. Like there's a lot that was happening. And then 2023, it seemed to be the year of trying so many relationships, relationships with family, 
relationships with friends. We started to lose. A, I mean, we've, we've lost some really, really amazing and important influential figures in our life uh, this last year. And um, people are, are experiencing, especially my peers, uh, you know, I'm 36 years old and we are experiencing life like our parents probably never thought we would experience and how our kids probably won't have to experience because we're living through this technology age um, where things are going super online and you're getting paid for content, right? Going to a normal nine to five is not normal. Um, you know, they're just, I just read that they're going to whew, stop requiring college degrees and many of us are paying back student loans for things that we... <laughs> We'll never use and we won't have a job or a reason to have these degrees uh, anymore. And um, as we look back at the year, uh, I don't know what it was for you. Um, it might have been it, it might have been the loss of a relationship. It might have been uh, the loss of whatever it is. It seemed like it was the year of loss, though, right? The year of finding out who the real people in your life were. It seemed like such a trying year. And many of us are barely making it to the finish line, right? But here's what I'll tell you. It was by design. Because if you believe in your creator and you believe in divinity and purpose, believe that if you went through war and you went through battle in 2023, it was because... You not only are strong enough, but you're also ordained for better. You know, you only go through things that pressurize you uh, in order to get better. You go to the gym and you put yourself under intense pressure to become better. You, be, you want better, a better body, bigger legs, bigger arms, stronger chest, whatever it is. You put yourself in intense pressure to become better. When you're training for a marathon, you put yourself under intense pressure. Like when you create, when diamonds are being created, we know that's the typical one everybody uses, but you're put under pressure, but you're put under pressure to become something better than what you have always been. And if that is the case, and we know that to be true, then as hard as it is to reconcile with, look at all the things you've been through in 2023, not as things that happened to you, but they were designed for you and one of the things that I've been seeing a lot is people been praying to God to take them off of their strong, uh, <laughs> they're looking, making sure they're not on God's strong warrior list, right? And I kept, I ain't going to say it. I'm not going to post it, but um, I want to be on there. If I'm on there, that means I'm becoming better. I'm going through the process of growing. And as much as growing pains hurt, as much as the process in and of itself hurts, uh, I know that there's purpose behind pain, right? And you use pain to dive into your purpose. And I call it dealing with adversity with grace. As hard as it is, and some of us have dealt with challenges that we did not see coming. And here's one thing that I like to share with my, with my team, my organization, my business, is that during your life, if you're trying to progress and get better, you're going to deal with what I call heart attacks. It's going to be some sort of adversity that you're not ready for. It's going to be something that you weren't planning for. It's going to be something that, uh, you know, you thought you would be ready to handle anything 
and then it, it's gonna not it's not gonna feel like a personal attack it's gonna feel like a, a heart attack right and it's gonna challenge everything that you thought about yourself it's gonna challenge the things that you said that you wanted the life that you said that you wanted it's gonna challenge that and it's gonna make you step up to the plate and see is this what I really want is this who I really want to be and you get to step up to the plate now. So as we head into 2024, we're going to need you to step up to the plate. Right? Preparation is going to be important. Like you're not running from 2023. You're running into 2024 because of everything that you learned from 2023. It's going to be a great time. Look, your life literally is what you say it is. If it rains when it pours, you know, or what, what do they say? What do they say? When it rains, it pours, right? If you're a when it rains, it pours type of person, your life will always be filled with a downpour. Always. But if you're an individual that says, oh, it's just raining, let me just grab an umbrella, you'll always be a solution-oriented person. It's not the things that happen to you because, man, it rains on everybody. That's what I was taught. It rains on everybody. But it's the person who says, oh, it's raining. I'm going to stay inside today. That person gets further behind than the person who says, it's raining. Let me just grab an umbrella. It'll be a great day because everybody will be at home. They taught us that in like in, in sales, right? You know, Jim Rohn talked about it. It's like, who who's going to win? Which salesperson is going to win? It's the one that says, I'm going to go outside because everybody's going to be at home so I can go knock on doors today. It's all about your mindset when handling adversity. If you're, why me? If you're, dang, I can't believe this is happening to me. And it's hard. Listen, I'm telling you right now, it's going to be challenging because you're going to listen to this and you're going to listen to other people. You're going to say, I'm ready for the challenges. And then when they come you're not going to be prepared because the challenge is going to be so personal. You think looking at somebody else and what they're dealing at, you're going to deal with the same thing. No, you're going to deal with something that's personal to you if you haven't already. And I've had two life-altering heart attack moments in my life. One had to deal with my children, which you know uh, I'm hoping... You know, one of my next podcasts, and we already talked about it, but I get a chance to have, you know, my, my uh, <clears throat> you know, a good conversation, I'm going to call it, right, with, you know, the mother of my kids. Um, we're going to sit down here in this room and, and really be able to dive into some, some good conversation, right? But uh, also, um, inside of that, it was some early on challenges that... Uh, we experienced that felt like heart attacks to me in the process, right? But I knew that it was only designed to make me a stronger parent, uh, a stronger father, and ultimately a stronger co-parent and partner, right? That was inevitably what it was. It wasn't meant to take me out. It's meant to take you up. That's what child challenge, look, challenge, change, adversity is not meant to take you out. It's meant to take you up. And you got to allow it to lean into the pain, lean into the disparity, lean into the heart attack that you feel like that's happening to your life because it is designed. It is by design. And so, you know, the other one 
happened to me this year, you know, and it's something that is so fresh that I for sure am not in a position to to even want to talk about the actual thing that happened. But I do know it felt like my life was, I don't want to be dramatic, but it felt like my life was over until I leaned into my faith. Something I had walked away from, something I had allowed to, man, go by the wayside. Um, You know, I had all these things happen to me in my life. And I kept thinking that they were happening to me. Again, forgetting my own words. Not leaning into my own preaching. And once I started to go back to church and I started to ask the questions, I got all the answers that I needed. And here's the one thing that I will share with you guys. Stop trying to figure it out on your own. When I opened up the book of Proverbs, one of the first things that I noticed was that it talked about a fool tries to figure things out on their own and a wise man seeks counsel. And for you, I don't know what counsel could be, um, but for me, it was going to church and being around men. Uh, One thing I'm excited to talk about on this podcast is mending men, men who mend other men. We need more of mending men. If you don't know what that means, you can look it up. But uh, essentially, it is men helping other men heal. And I had to go be around other men who have healed. And I had to realize that I was being broken down to become this person that can sit in front of a camera and give you hope or give somebody uh, a, a desire to become a better individual. Like, truthfully, we have to understand that there are people out there who are going through the same things as you. You don't got to deal with stuff by yourself. That's how you lead. <laughs> That's what leads to depression. That's what leads to, to loneliness. And we know what those things lead to. So if you do have things going on in your life, the best thing that you can do is to surround yourself with people who have been through what you're going through and can help you get out of that situation. So the mending part had to happen to me first so I can become a mending man to other men. But having this thing happen to me and it taking me out, I realized one important thing. And this is something that I want you to take on. Stop trying to figure it out on your own. Now, I know I just said that, but this is what I want you to take away from this second time. Stop trying to take control. When you think that you're in control of your life, that's when you start to drive the car the wrong way. We are created by a creator with purpose, with divine divinity, with certain sets of skills. We were created. So our life is ordained and we have discernment to make decisions in our life. And... Some of us have to have better discernment, especially us men. We get to have more discipline. Uh, But one of the things that you do have to lean into, if you choose, is to let go. What what is the, the popular phrase? Let go and let God. Now, you've heard it, but you might not understand what it means. It means that let go of understanding. 
You're not supposed to understand the picture while you're in the frame. You are the artwork that's being drawn. And every decision that you make or don't make is a, br- is a brushstroke. So you have to let go and let your creator do the designing. Lean more into stop trying to figure things out on your own. One of the things that I learned recently was that a lot of people's lives are in shambles because they're trying to take the wheel. Jesus, take the wheel. It's not meant to be a dramatic statement, even though that's how it's used. But no, I literally want Jesus to take the wheel in my life. And to be honest, it's almost like He doesn't have to take the wheel. You have to get your hand off of it and let him drive. Like all of these analogies make so much sense to me now being reading my Bible more consistently and going to church. It's like the picture of that little girl who's holding the bear and she doesn't want to let it go. And God is sitting there with a bigger bear behind his back. Like, do you not realize for many of us, we won't let go of the tiny bear? We won't let it go because we're thinking that that is for us, whether it's the job, whether it's the person, whether it's the, you know, whatever it is for you. But many of us refuse to put down the little bear and and not realizing that God has something bigger and better for us. And we hold on to the little bear to where there's so many attachments, so many emotions and it's hard to let it go. Y'all know kids who, like my daughter, she's eight years old, almost nine years old. And she has a little stuff that love it called Buddy. And she's had Buddy since she was in the NICU when she was born. So she has a, an attachment. And not realizing, like, what if she gets to a point to where there's something better for her, right? And she doesn't ever want to let this bear go because of the attachment. But she don't realize (laughs) there's something better behind my back for her. Eventually, she's going to have to let it go. It's the same thing with God's purpose for us. We're holding on to this little bear and this little bear is holding us back. I don't know what's holding you back that you refuse to let go. Because you don't think that there's anything out there better for you. And when I say better for you, when you're thinking about people, don't think that there's a better person for you. There's a better fit for who you are and where you are. And that's something that I had to really realize that it's not that people in my life aren't good. They're just not good for where I'm at right now and where I'm going. Which brings me to a couple of conclusions here today. Um, how to get ready for 2024 is, first of all, goal setting. How can you make sure that 2023 was a setup, was an alley-oop for you to go into 2024 prosperous? How can you make sure? I'll tell you. A good way, a good indicator uh, for you is to set goals for the new year. But look at the things that happened in 2023 as learning, the things that you learned. 
Look at all the things that you did not like about 2023 and figure out how you can make sure that they don't happen to you again or they happen to you better in 2023. So we have to start setting goals for ourselves. Now, I don't know what the goals for you are. For me, I'm going to give you some of my goals. My goal was to, one, set start a podcast. Well, here we are. Regardless of how good it is, this is my first time ever. Like, I literally went on Amazon, bought some equipment, downloaded a program on my computer right here, got some lights, literally took this whole wall that was full of shoes, put it in my garage, got two microphones, two chairs, uh, set up that I don't know how many times it will change. Like right now, I'm leaning all crazy in this chair. I already know 30 things that I'm going to do different. But here's the thing. One of your goals should be to do something without perfect action. Because imperfect action is always best. Imperfect action is where you learn. So have some things in 2024 that scare you because you don't know how. Do some things. You know, one of one of my goals was, you know, obviously this this podcast, but also was really uh, posting on social media every day, like every day. And in the last like two months or so, like my content has gone way, way up. Has the engagement? I don't really know. I doubt it because the audience is shifting. But that's something I wanted to do was be more consistent with my content. <clears throat> and one of the things that I, I, I really loved about diving into the space of less music, more learning, more podcasts, more books has been a message that I came across of obedience. And I love it because it's about success. And in setting your goals for 2024, this is what I want you to do. Define success. At the end of 2024, what will have made that year successful? And I'm going to help you out. All of the things, whether it's monetary, like you can put that, you know, put a put a goal down for how much money you want to make in the year or whatever it is. But I'm going to tell you this. A huge part of success is in obedience. Starting a podcast for me is a success. Not whether it reaches 500 people, 50 people, 5 people. Starting something like this is success. I want you to understand. You're not successful when the numbers hit where they want to hit. Or you got a certain amount of people. Or you've made a certain amount of money. Like if you define this success by that. You'll always be chasing it. Because it's always going to change. For me the biggest thing that I learned. Is success is in obedience. I am successful at podcasting. Because I started. Now I get to continuously be successful. If I choose to not quit. If I quit social media. Or if I run away from that arts and crafts or whatever it is, boxing is another thing I want to do. When am I successful at that? When I started. Some of you are going to do bodybuilding competitions. Some of you are going to go to the gym for the first time. Some of you are going to commit to getting into the best shape of your life. Some of you are going to travel more. When are you successful at those things? Not once they're completed and you see the result. You're successful when you actually do it. 
Success is in the obedience of doing whatever said action. So for me, off to a great start. My my objective is to record a podcast and have it out by the first of the year. We're going to see. Success is in the obedience. So when you're setting your goals at the end of the year, ask yourself, Okay, I have these things. What is a successful year like for me? A successful year like uh, for me is going to be to have two podcast episodes a month. To make sure that I start the year and end the year doing some sort of other physical activity other than bodybuilding. So that's why boxing is going to be the start of the year. I might fall in love with doing something else. I might start golfing, whatever it is. But the success is in the obedience of what my goal was. Doing it, not what the numbers look like. Not if I'm great at boxing or bowling, but it's the, uh, bowling. Not that I'm, you know, great at boxing or golf or whatever it is I decide to do. Bowl may more. I don't, that might be a thing. Who knows? But the success is in action. Success is in obedience. So start that business. Start that venture. Start that activity. You're successful when you choose to say yes to yourself. And then also, your circle of influence. My circle of influence changed because of who I wanted to be. I love all of my friends that I've made. But I also know that I have to be around more people who are going to where I want to go or where I want to be. And business-wise, great. I've climbed a hell of a mountain, built a big business. This is a hobby for me. Bodybuilding is a hobby. Podcasting is a hobby. Um, all these other things are hobbies. Like I've built a business that can sustain and be good. Like I'm fine, right? Now I'm looking for other avenues of things. Maybe hobbies can turn into lucrative opportunities. I don't know. But that's not the purpose, right? I have the 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 career and, and where it's going and where I know that I'm going to push it to. But what do I want to be? I want to be a husband. I want to be a, a good father. I want to raise a son. Um, I want to be a, a good Christian man. Like, honestly, like I'm not the religious type of person, but I want to make sure that I strengthen my relationship with God and, and really tap into uh, my spirituality, right? So I want to be around more people who are going to pull me closer, not drive me away. And I think that it's weird. I want to be able to have people to go to, to church with, Bible study with, you know. Oh, another thing. Hey, started a men's group. My men's group started with four guys on a Zoom call. Now, last yesterday, we had 11. There's 24 guys in this group chat. You know what we're talking about? Helping each other get over situations that, man, a lot of us are going through, but also getting closer to God and really tapping into the Bible. And we just talked about the story of Samson, right? And if you don't know the story of Samson, you know, to just super summarize it, it's just a man who had a lot of power, <laughs> a lot of gifts from God, and he allowed women and all the other things in life to distract him from his purpose. But he was it's so beautiful like the story is so beautiful guys because he lost God's favor but he was able to get it back and that is a true essence of where I'm at in my life I feel like I lost God's favor because of not only the people who I was around but the people who I weren't around 
who I was allowing to influence me. You guys know what the things are? The spiritual world, Justin LaBoy's, Shade Room. I'm allowing those conversations to fuel me. I'm starting to ask some off-the-wall questions because of what I'm allowing to go into my eyes. Y'all gonna hear me say this a lot, but what goes into your eyes and in your ears comes out of your mouth because it goes into your heart. And make sure you're guarding your heart. Make sure you're guarding the things that you see, the things that you're allowing yourself to hear and the people who you're allowing yourself to be around because I'm gonna say it again. What goes into your eyes and into your ears goes into your heart and out of your mouth and into your actions. So if you're looking to be a better person, it starts nowhere first than the kind of things that you're listening to and the kind of people that you're around and the things that you're allowing yourself to see. That's going to be the start. So you get to adjust that. So with that, spend the year learning. Decide to learn something, learn a new trait or decide that you're going to read. Another one of my commitments is. Well, one, I started reading the Bible, but it's crazy because I'm like reading the Bible. I started with Proverbs, went to the book of John, and I started to do Acts, but I was like, you know what? I need to start at the beginning. So as of today, I've started the book of Genesis, and I'm excited to do Genesis, Exodus, and Leviticus because I'm excited to learn well, you in in those books from from my current knowledge from when I'm just, just know now before I even got dive into it, like you get to... You know, the, the, like the inception of all things living, also the downfall of man. You get to hear the story of Moses. I'm looking, I'm excited to learn about Noah, uh, you know, Abraham, like all of the beginning, like the founding fathers and, and the, the beginning for a lot of people. I'm excited to learn all of those things, right? So I'm decided I'm just going to start at the beginning and read the Bible like it's an actual book. Because I used to look at the Bible as like rules, but one of my good friends, CY, says the Bible is more so not necessarily rules, but it's, it's guidelines, it's guidance, it's, it's uh, wisdom, right? And as uh, a man, you know, being wise and understanding how to lead and how to learn is it's definitely, uh, you know, serves me purpose. But we'll talk about that another day. Point is learning. I want to finish one to two audiobooks a month or books, reading a lot more. I'm going to tell you all some books that changed my life. Uh, Business-wise, 10x rule, but that was more so like a life thing because the principle in there is 100 slash zero. You take 100% accountability for everything you have in your life and everything you don't, where you are in your life and where you're not. And once I learned that, then you know the four agreements make a whole lot of sense. So that's also another video or book it's available everywhere nowadays i think it's actually on youtube for the free so four agreements uh for sure uh the secret is in the power of manifestation but i don't think people really realize how powerful um what you think becomes true because if you tell yourself that you'll be successful you might not be successful in your own right tomorrow but you eventually will be uh, if your goal is to be rich and you think like you want to be rich, there's ways to get rich. There's ways to be in shape. There's but there's also the bad things that you tell yourself. Uh, you know the I'm I'm I can't stop eating. You know I'm addicted to food. You know you tell yourself all these things. You know you tell yourself you're poor, you're broke, you're stupid, whatever it is. You have to be mindful of the things that you tell yourself. So positive affirmations, right? So learning is a huge part of 2024, and then. 
here's also a, a good indicator, you guys. Is 2024 going to be a selfish year or a year of re-engagement for you? And what I mean by that is if you are looking to have a big career jump and you don't necessarily have like a family that you're starting or anything like that, you got to have a year of selfishness, putting yourself first. Especially as a man, as a man, you gotta have it. You 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 definitely need it. But as a woman, you might need it as well to find yourself, right? So, a year of selfishness is putting you first, because maybe as a man, you haven't you you just tried to be there for everybody, or maybe as a woman, you've put everybody else's needs and priorities in front of yours. Have a year of selfishness to increase your own value to yourself, increase. Um, how you feel about yourself and also like improve self-worth. And if you have, if you're coming off of a year or two or three of, you know, only focusing on work and being business, uh, you know, minded, maybe it's the year that you re-engage with life, plug back in. I know for me, that is where I'm at, right? Plugging back into life. Doing the family thing. I ain't had a year of... I ain't made it to pajama season with nobody yet. Why? My mind ain't in the right place. My intention is off. I'm not intentionally being that person. I was so focused on business that I unplugged from life. And then I hit success and I never plugged back in. Re-engage. You might need to re-engage. You know, you might need to start going out more traveling a little bit more, having staycations, whatever it is, whether it's with yourself or with a partner, maybe you need to reinvest in your relationships. Start hanging out with your friends more, more game nights, more potlucks. So you have to decide what 2024 is going to be. Is it going to be a year of re-engagement or is it going to be a year of selfishness? And neither one of them are bad words because there has to be a case, a, a point in time for all of these things in your life, right? So, uh, and the last thing is really like treat yourself nicer. Treat yourself kinder. Talk to yourself better. Be your biggest cheerleader because if you can't champion for yourself, who is going to champion for you? So, you guys, look, <clears throat> I'm excited this year. I have some amazing guests lined up. Uh, for this podcast, but I also have some amazing sit down and one on one conversations, which are really probably going to be good for like audio. Um, so I'm going to learn and, and put these on the Audible or not the Audible, the uh, I think it's the Apple podcast platform so that people can listen to it. Play it back. I don't know who these videos are going to reach. I don't know if they're going to make sense to anybody. I don't know if they're going to be for anybody, but I think for me. Uh, the honest thing is I sit at my house and have these conversations out loud with myself and I want my legacy to live on. I want my my passion and my purpose to be used on bigger platforms and I'm excited for action. I'm excited to deliver for you guys. Look, I have people coming on here to talk about relationships. I got people coming on here to talk about partnerships. I got people coming on here talking about faith. I got people coming on here talking about fitness. 
Uh, I have real conversations that I'm going to have with people. Um, you know, a couple people who I've lined up, I can't really tell y'all their names, but I think, you know, the next episode, uh, is, is going to be a relationship based one. And I know people are tired <laughs> of the relationship conversation, but when I tell you that it's not, uh, a conversation of who's right, who's wrong, it's a conversation of accountability, a conversation of reality that we have to pass down to not only our peers, but the next generation. The last thing I want to do is, is be responsible for raising a generation of emasculated men. Non-confident, passive, narcissistic, gaslighting men. Like, I don't want to pass that down. And if I have the ability to pass down positivity, that's what I'm going to do. So, excited for all things to come. You know, uh, you know remember... We ain't here for too long, you guys. We're not here forever. So look, you guys, this has been the Way Too Clutch Podcast. I'm your host, Steven. Super excited to be here with you guys. Deliver as much positivity and great energy. Be tapped in. Remember to like, share, comment, all of those good things because I got a lot of amazing conversations and informations and I hope I change at least one person's life. I'll see you guys on the other side.